and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings, with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. Uh, if you're joining us here for the first time, uh, this podcast is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old maxim, proverb, or saying, and we break it down to see what we can learn from it and see if there's any any ancient wisdom that, we, that still applies today. Uh, I'm your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm okay, man. Uh, I've uh, heard you had some some sick kiddos over at your house. You guys surviving? Yeah, yeah, we're doing okay. This one looks like it's a mild one. Uh, fortunately, I was I've had my fingers crossed all summer because I feel like last summer there was no reprieve for us. Like we just had cold and flu season like for a whole year. Oh man! <laughs> and, uh, but this summer it's been great. Like the kids haven't been getting sick, even though my daughter's been going to her her school and everything. But but I think finally we're starting to get whatever the cold crud, the uh, the fall crud starting. Mm-hmm. So, Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is a nurse, pediatric nurse who works at the hospital. So this is the what they call the RSV season where they have those respiratory illnesses and then she's going to be busy. So yeah, uh, for sure. Well, I hope everyone gets better. Um, proverb for this week. Yeah. Um, this is one that I, I chose. Um, the one that I picked is beware Greeks bearing gifts. Yeah. And that's great. And it's kind of, uh, you know, last time we talked about something kind of ancient too. So this mm-hmm. is fun. another, another one that, so I love it. I love it. Is this, yeah, but, I mean, it was just like a ancient month or something where we're doing yeah. ancient Greeks and then Roman, Romans and Greeks and. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do it. Let's, let's, uh, let's find a couple more. That's great. Idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds so good. why'd you, why'd you pick this one? What was intriguing about it? Well, um, we'd mentioned before on one of the older, uh, episodes that, uh, we had those, like you'd picked up that book of Proverbs mm-hmm. and I'd found one online that I just downloaded. And so I was looking through them and I, I saw this one and, uh, I thought it might be interesting. I thought of a few things that, uh, kind of jumped out to me in, in modern day life, but then also it's just kind of an interesting story of the backstory and where it comes from and everything. I'm sure you're familiar with that probably, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is, this goes all the way back to the fall of Troy, right? This Mm -hmm. is the Iliad. Um, This, I think, particular phrase is from the Aeneid. So it's several hundred years later from, from Virgil writing in, in Rome in the first century BC. Um, And obviously the, the Romans had, great respect for for greek culture and history and myth and and wove it into their own that's kind of what the aeneid was was a way of you know uh tying their own tying augustus and and that ruling family into the ancient um ancient lineages of Mm -hmm. troy so that's that's what's going on in the aeneid yeah, so the the Battle of Troy, where the where the Greeks were the was it the Spartans? Was that specifically that they had were attacking the city of Troy? I, I think um, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like um, the all the all the people that you where modern day Greece is that you know peninsula, roughly speaking, 
that all went against the Greeks on kind of the Asia Minor side, so the Turkey side, because mm. Greek Greek civilization was coastal, you know, and so yeah, it wrapped around there. So they were all Greeks, kind of, but they there was a kind of a major division in that regard. Okay, yeah. So the the, the Spartans and the Trojans were kind of both uh, Hellenistic in a way, but uh, but uh, different peoples. Yeah, yeah. So they have they have you know shared shared culture and and language and and religion and stuff like that. So that's why when the in the Iliad when the gods are taking sides, you know, it's not the Greek gods versus the Trojan gods. It's all Greek gods, Hmm. and and they're kind of divided between the two factions because they're all Greeks. Interesting. Yeah. So, So so one word one word that shows up a lot like. There's a lot of different words that they use for for the Greeks. One's the uh, the Argives or the Danaeans, and in the case of our um, in the case of our, our proverb today, that quote from Virgil is uh, "Timeo Danaos et Dona Ferentes." So he's he's saying, uh, "I fear the the Danaeans. I fear the Greeks." That's mm. the word he's using for Greeks there. Okay, interesting. So. The, uh, I think this saying is specifically referring to the one part in the, the Aeneid where with the Trojan horse, right? And yeah. we've all heard the phrase Trojan horse. There's even like, you know, computer viruses called Trojan horses now, <laughs> nowadays. So, right. so it's a very common phrase. Um, and so, uh, the, apparently, and, and I'm not sure if this has actually happened. I guess that's, this is kind of apocryphal if this war even took place or when, or, you know, how much of it is true or how much of it is, is myth. Right. Right, right. There's there's certainly archaeological evidence for the existence of Troy, the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the guy who who found the the stuff was named Schliemann, a German uh, kind of an amateur archaeologist mm-hmm. who who made the big find. Um, but yeah, there's so there's evidence for the place and you know the rough time, but. Um, but otherwise, it's literary evidence for for this war, and there's definitely a lot of fanciful stuff in it. So it's easy to <laughs> right. to dismiss as as pure myth. Yeah, and the war seemed kind of like uh, almost soap opera-ish, right, with Helen yeah. and all that stuff. So it's, it seems like maybe there were some liberties taken. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, for those who aren't familiar, they 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 were trying to sack Troy. They were trying to conquer the city, and they had some good fortifications. Apparently, they were they were repelling the invaders. Mm-hmm. So they came up with this clever plan where they were going to give him this giant wooden horse, which was supposed to be a, what, like an offering to the gods or something, some, yeah. some, some statue. And, uh, secretly they had some, some of their, I guess nowadays we'd call them like special forces, some elite, elite type of soldiers hidden inside this giant horse. And then when they rolled it into the city and closed the gates at night, they came out, opened the gates, let all the armies in and sacked Troy. Is that, is that yeah. about the long and the short of it? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and that's you know where we where we get the word hero is is a Greek word, and that's the word for like these, you know the the named the named players in in like the Aeneid and or and the Odyssey and the Iliad, so the uh, the main guys the the non NPCs you know <laughs> the, so they they're called heroes, um, but yeah and and I I think for me the Trojan horse is like the first thing that really I learned about you know, the Trojan war and, and that really sparked my interest as a kid. Like just mm-hmm. that idea of hide, like that kind of trick and they hide inside of it and yeah. come out at night. And it's just a really, 
Yeah, it's a really interesting story. So yeah, that's what this is. And um, and so clearly the Trojans had reason to not trust the Greeks. And, and that's part of this story is is a Trojan priest uh, named Laocoon, which uh, many of you might know from the, the famous statue of, of the, the, the big muscly guy covered in in snakes, like he's being attacked by snakes. Um, the original is in the Vatican Museum. If you ever have a chance to go to Rome, I recommend it. It's, it's worth seeing in person. Um, but yeah, so he, he was the priest who was suspicious of, of this horse and kind of tried to warn against it. And, Mm. um, uh, but yeah, he was not, he was not listened to. Yeah, there's uh, there, there's all it seems like there's always him, right? There's always the old guy who's warning you of this, and, mm-hmm. and you know, hence hence the 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 poem that this that this podcast is taken from, <laughs> the the yeah. old warnings from the from the ancient times. So um, so yeah, so this guy was warning this priest was warning them, saying, "Don't be so so quick to do this." And the the Trojans, in their foolishness, decided to accept this gift from the Greeks who were their enemies, bring it inside. Um, and then led to their downfall. Yeah. Cause you know, they'd been fighting, I, I don't know exact, I mean like 10 years or more at this point. And so it was, and then, you know, they wake up and, and the, the Greeks are gone and there's this, this horse and it's like, are they really gone? You know, do they really just give up after all these years? Mm. And so, um, no, they did not. They were, they finally came up with a, a sneaky plan. Um, and, and I think that kind of really gets to the heart of this is, you know, especially after that many years of, of knowing your enemy and, and the reputation that they have, um, is kind of, it is kind of a little foolish to trust them at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you think, you know, getting outside of the story mm-hmm. into the broader application, um, what do you think the value is for this one? Yeah, there's. I think there's a lot. Uh, when you first hear the story, the first thing that comes to my mind is how foolish the Trojans were. How could you be so dumb as to accept yeah. this gift? But then when you kind of pull back and and apply it to modern life, you see this kind of thing happen all the time. You know, you see people essentially uh, trusting these Greeks bearing gifts that are their enemies or or people that they shouldn't be trusting. You yeah. know, you see people going into a casino and, you, you know, the, the, the saying is the household always wins and they, they mm-hmm. keep, you know, they, 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 they know where they're going, you know, like a cheese, like the cheese on the mousetrap, they know what they're doing. And you see people kind of, kind of losing money and falling for these things. Um, yeah. You see, um, you know, makes me think of people who will argue for more, uh, bigger government programs for this and the other. And they'll say things to me like, you know, how could you be against you know, some, this free thing, this thing yeah. that you pay for now, wouldn't you want it to be free? And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I don't have anything necessarily against free <laughs> something being free. I'd like to not pay for something, but consider the source, right? Consider where it's coming from and all these things yeah. and, and what's going to happen. So you got to have to just at least be a little bit cautious, uh, of, uh, of these, of these sorts of things and, and specifically where they're coming from. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, with, with the politics and stuff, it's like the, uh, the Charlie Brown, thing right with the football uh always getting the football pulled out from on from him when he's about to kick it and uh and that's kind of the the perennial 
joke there is that he's always okay this time this time i'll get it <laughs> it's always yeah and lucy does a good it. job of talking him into it every single time you know she she, yeah. she talks a good game yeah yeah so uh i think this happens all the time and i think it's uh um it's worth it's worth remembering and worth pointing out uh and, and so that's kind of why i brought this one up um i think it's there's some app- applicability here in our daily life of uh people Maybe and and not always specifically with an enemy, but sometimes just broader. Some things are just too good to be true. Yeah. If the enemies that have been at your gates for years trying to kill you are just magically gone one day, no yeah. peace settlement, no talks, no you know we're wearing them down, nothing, and then all of a sudden there's just this gift, this big beautiful thing that you can take into your city and and you know offer it to your gods or or beautify your city or whatever. Whatever it is. you know, I don't know anything about this horse, but. Um, you know, maybe that's too good to be true, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's also worth pointing out this this is a similar concept to one of Aesop's fables, the the scorpion and the frog, mm. where where the the scorpion wants to ride across the river on the, the back of the frog, and the frog is, says, "Well, no, you're going to sting me." Yeah, the scorpion says, "Oh no, I won't." And yeah, and then they get across the or midstream i don't remember what it is but the scorpion stings the frog and of course because uh, it's his it's his nature and you should have known better and there's i think there's a you know lds version of the of the boy taking the rattlesnake up the mountain or something like that mm-hmm. it's a similar concept where uh yeah you knew you, what you knew what i was when you picked me up yeah that's the one i was more familiar with is the i heard yeah. it was some indian brave or something and, and yeah. the snake tells him yeah he's cold or take me down from the oh, mountain that's where, yeah I'm, take me down from the mountain from yeah. down where it's warm yeah where it's warm yeah and, and then I, you knew what i was when you picked me up right it's, it's a great yeah. one that's a great that's a great uh proverb or or, or i guess it'd be a, a parable probably but yeah. um yeah it's a good one so yeah i think this this is uh this is pretty pretty relevant so um, apart from, you know, big things like, you know, government or, or lotteries or something like that, are, do you think there's any applicability here in kind of more interpersonal space? I don't know if you've given that any thought at all. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I mean, not nothing necessarily malicious, but it's something I, I try and be conscious of with myself and my own like dependability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where if you know, I have a a friend who's relying on me or something like that, or trying, you know, if I'm always late for stuff like that, that kind of builds up and get kind of a, a reputation, or at least, uh, you can't be relied on as much anymore. You can't, um, um, oh gosh, I don't know where I'm going with this. That's okay. Do you have, do you have an idea of how's this, how's this applicable to to us on a smaller scale, a daily scale, like what, do, what have you found interpersonally? Yeah. Um, it, probably just, uh, understanding who you're dealing with and understanding uh-huh. that various people are different and everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Um, I have certain friends that are kind of, you know, they, they might just eat up all your time, you know, <laughs> Yeah. And, and they mean real well and they're real good folks and everything, but you just understand that if you're going to just spend some time with, with such and such a person and they, they tell you, Hey, I got this going on. It might end up being something other than what it is. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, just, just kind of being aware of, of, uh, of, you know, like we meant, like I said, the source, it, it, you know, if you have someone that's maybe, uh, a little bit less dependable or a little bit less, uh, um, uh, 
you can't rely on rely on them as much. That's kind of where I was going with it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. That's and that's kind of that's what I was thinking too. Like, it's something I I try and avoid for myself, or, or try not to fall into that, or let my let myself get lax there, where I where my friends start to view me as like, well, he's maybe he's not. We don't need to count on him to show up on time for this. Um, I don't, I don't want to be viewed that way. Right. So I want to make sure that I, I can fulfill my, um, obligations and, and be dependable. So I don't, I don't want them to be like, well, um, that's what he is. He's just on, he's not dependable. We, we don't have to worry about that. Like if he might pleasantly surprise us, but let's not (laughs) count on it. You don't want to be the Greek in the story here. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and then there's also, I think there's certain um, industries and things like that that have kind of a reputation for maybe crooked sure. dealing or things like that, where people just have instant like they have very skeptical of of a good deal from you know like the used car guy or something like that, yeah. right? Um, and and there's just uh, there's enough people haven't had enough experiences with things that that's kind of for good reason. And, and then you have to kind of do your extra due diligence. I think that's a great point. There are certain ones that I that come to mind. Like I, uh, uh, I, I was, you know, I'd done some missionary service myself as well. We talked about you, you in, mm-hmm. uh, in Ukraine as well. Um, but, uh, I was, uh, I was in New York, um, some like inner city and, um, and I would see these rent to own centers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just poor people that were uneducated marching into these places, getting ripped off left and right. I mean, I was like, it would make me mad. I was like, they should ban these things, shut them down, board them up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're just crooked. And so I don't care what good of a deal I get in the mail from Rent-A-Center. Like it's going in the trash because right. this is a, a Greek bearing gift. It's like, oh, come, come, come in here and do this. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm yeah. setting foot in that place. And so, cause I guess I've just seen them rip too many people off and, 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 uh, you know, and they have no, seem to be pr- kind of un- unscrupulous about that. So, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of one, one example or one uh, experience that I had related to that. Yeah. That just, you know, the whole, the whole credit game, you know, just yep. is, is like that. And, um, or even, you know, and it even gets to the point where we're thinking of like the, the lottery or something where, yeah, <laughs> where the government itself is engaging in that kind of predatory behavior Uh and yeah. Yeah. I think this is a predatory lending is a real, is a real issue and and fits right in with this. Um, the credit card offers that you see, you know, someone turns 18 and they immediately get a credit card (laughs) or Mm -hmm. not a credit card, but a credit card offer. They get, start getting swarmed with these, you know, uh, here, sign up and you can, and you can do this. And unless they have parents that have been sat them down and been like, look, this is a trap, you know, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, a lot of people are probably going to do it. And, um, you know, a lot of people will use a credit card responsibly to build credit or whatever, but you really kind of have to be careful, especially in, when you're young and you haven't built up the discipline and, and habits, mm-hmm. you don't have any savings, you know, you're just still, you're just figuring it out. That could be a dangerous tool to have. And, and same thing with, goes along with student loans, right? Again, oh, yeah. another yeah. federally subsidized, the government's engaging and encouraging people to take out irresponsible amounts of money 
And uh, they're just giving you this gift, right? Look at this gift we're giving you. We're loaning you all this money. Don't, no questions asked. You don't need to have a good job. You don't need to even be set up to have a good major. Just sign here and we'll give yeah. you all the money you want. Yeah. Uh, or another, another one down this rabbit hole, the whole, uh, you know, 2008 housing, housing crash with uh-huh. the kinds of loans they were giving out to people, uh, for, for houses where you didn't have to show your income or, or have any, anything down on the houses and just, uh, oh, and by the way, here in, inside this nice horse we've got for you is this ballooning payment, you know, a few years oh, down, yeah. the, down the road and, and that just ruined so many people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I saw a funny meme about the 2000, 2008 crash recently that someone said, my biggest regret in life is not buying a house in the 2008 crash because I was in sixth grade or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest regret was being in sixth grade instead of buying a house or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's funny. But um, uh, yeah, so that's that's a good, really good example of that, I think. Um, uh, and then there's, there's so many examples of these, of these, uh, in, in finances, uh, and probably other industries as well. I would imagine if we, if we, you know, I, I can think of a couple other us. I think, I mean, really a lot of, a lot of industries that, that and products that promise ease, mm-hmm. you know, are, have, there's often a hidden, a hidden cost in there, a hidden uh, and, that, and I guess that's a way to think about, you know, the Trojan horse analogy is that it's a hidden cost. It's right. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, pharmaceutical, pharmaceuticals, for example, mm. um, where there might be something to help you with a problem. That's really a lifestyle problem. Um, maybe there's better ways to solve your problem. I'm thinking of like these, these big kind of weight loss drugs that have recently come out on the market. Yeah, that have amazing results, but uh, kind of mask a, mask a problem where you know really you need need to be focusing on your nutrition and your and your exercise over a quick fix you know injection that when you stop taking maybe there's some problems you know or if you take it too long maybe there's some problems mm-hmm. um, and and it's just uh, you're kind of you're paying you're paying that down the road or, or something that you might not be anticipating. Yeah. And it's tough sometimes because there are inventions or new things that come out that really do change people's lives for the better Mm -hmm. and and can be revolutionary. And so it can be tricky sometimes to think, is this the next new big thing or is it a Trojan horse? That's, that's a fake, um, you know, and and there's so many things like that, that as you mentioned about lifestyle or trying to make your life easier, that might have some hidden costs, big or small, you know, it can be even something tiny. I was just doing some reading up recently on, you know, food and some of the stuff, the chemicals and stuff, the preservatives and various things they put in food, trying to, trying to be as healthy as I can, trying to avoid this, that, and the other, and even just stuff like we would sometimes buy like a a bag of pre-grated cheese from the grocery store. Well, they put like a cake, anti-caking agent in it to keep it from clumping together and then there's like been some studies that show that yeah, this stuff may not be very good for you. It's like, geez, what am I giving up? Because I was too lazy to grate my own cheese, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to make oh, me man. sick in the long term. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. But but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of those, I think, in, in health, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, oh, here's here's one for you. Let's get, let's get, let's get your thoughts on this one. Um, AI mm. being the, the hot wave in, in technology. Do you think that one's a Trojan horse or is this a, what, what kind of a, do you think it has some hidden, hidden costs for us? 
I think I can't point out exactly what may yet because I don't know AI that well, but I ha- I think they're they're very well could be. I know that they're you know if we're talking tech, there certainly have been in the past few years. Th- yeah. Think think privacy and and data that's being sold. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know maybe pe- people who are Google fans won't like this, but Google is like one of the biggest. I mean, it's a multi billion dollar company, and what do they sell? Like you know that's a, what what do you buy from them? Everything is free. How do they give away everything for free and have a, you know be a trillion dollar company or whatever they are? Well, yeah. they're, they're taking they're sucking up your data and they're selling it. Right. And, you know, maybe that's not that big of a deal, you know, to selling to advertisers in a lot of cases, but a lot of people don't know that a lot of people don't understand what they're giving up, mm-hmm. what they're trading off for, for getting free email and free uh, data backup and, you know, free operating system on their phone or free this, that, and the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something I, I think about, or, you know, just, you know, sit up, sit up, a. Uh screaming in bed when no, i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah it's something it's something i think about with uh yeah just technology in general um and and exposing my kids to technology you know um or even like you're saying about nutrition and stuff like food additives and things like that like yeah what what's the what's the cost down the road for this that i'm not seeing um or what's what's the potential harm for something that seems really good or really convenient or, or something like that. Yeah. And I think the, the, um, the saying is, is aptly written, beware Greeks bearing gifts. I mean, it's not so firm that it says don't ever accept a gift from a Greek ever, right? That's not the saying. It's just to be cautious because who knows, maybe there's a, maybe there's a real gift out there and you don't want to, you know, if you, if you look carefully at it and it's, legit, you could accept this gift, but, and by gift, I mean, of course, any, you know, good thing that's supposed to, supposed to change your life or make your life easier or be, be some great thing. It, it could be good. And, and, you know, from my, uh, perspective, uh, my experiences as, as working in sales, it, it's been frustrating for me sometimes when I have a good product that I know is a good product. And I'm like, this is really going to change this person's life. Maybe not in a dramatic, dramatic way, but in a small way. And they'll be like, all right, what's the catch? I'm like, well, nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's just a good product. Like it's better. You know, it was made better. They came up with this new innovative new approach to it, whatever it can do this, 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 and this, and the cost isn't that much. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, no, no, really like, you know, so, um, yeah. So you can be, you can be too skeptical of things, I think. Oh yeah, that's for sure. I'm definitely very skeptical of, of the, the salesmen who come around with, <laughs> with things, even though a lot of them are really great. Like, especially something as a, a, attached to like a government program, like a energy efficiency or something like that. Yeah. Like, hey, we'll come spray foam in your attic for free. I'm like, oh, are you kidding? Like what's right. the catch? Like, right. Exactly. Like the government's paying them. That's the catch. They, they're getting their money, but I'm like, mm, I don't, if I don't have to pay, what's the catch? <laughs> you know, I don't know if this is different state by state, but I remember when we were living in Arizona, we'd get these, we'd get these things constantly from these, um, these companies that would replace your windshield from with cracks and chips in your car windshield. And they'd say, we do it for free. Your insurance will cover everything, whatever. And they don't tell you that your insurance premiums will 100% go up. Like, Uh like for sure they're, (laughs) they're going up. I mean, you don't realize it. You're like, Oh really? Are my insurance will cover this? Like, let's take a look at your policy. Yeah. You've got a glass replacement here. We'll just replace Mm -hmm. it for free for you. Like, Oh yeah, sweet. Sounds good. Cause otherwise 500 bucks for a new windshield or whatever. And then all of a sudden you pull out your premiums and your insurance and 
and your pre- premiums are up and you're like, so, uh, you know, that was, I should have been a little more cautious yeah. of letting them do that. Yep. So what's the, um, what's the marketplace assessment of this one? What's, what's the inverse is, um, is it, is it trust everyone? <laughs> like what's the, <laughs> what's, what's the culture saying here? Um, certainly there's a push, um, you know, uh, you hear people talking about how they want more government involvement in this, that, or the other, and they don't stop and, you know, have any caution about the government taking more money or getting bigger or anything. You see that sometimes with corporations too. I've seen people concerned about, you know, uh, people being radicalized online or this, that, and the other. So they want, you know, censorship of what people can say. Yeah. And, uh, without really considering giving power to a corporation to, you know, control what people can say and what people can't, uh, political speech or, or this, that, and the other. So yeah, I do see that sometimes. Um, what, what are your, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I think, um, what you said just really rang true with me. Like it's a lot of things promise, like people want convenience and they want problems solved in the short term. Yeah. Um, and without that long-term view, you, you're going to have these hidden costs. You're going to have these, these Greeks hiding in the, in the Trojan horse with, you know, costs down the road or, you know, societal problems down the road. Cause you, you tweaked this one thing and, and it, you know, opened the floodgates on another thing. And, um, so not, not taking the time to look at, okay, what is this, what's this small change now going to do down the road? You know, is it going to be big? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that goes for, you know, a lot of technology stuff too. It's why, you know, famously you have tech CEOs talking about how they don't let their kids use their own products. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Apple, the Apple founders don't, their kids don't use iPads, things like that. I, that's uh, shocking. Really. When I yeah. first heard that, I, I was, it was years ago when I first read that and I, I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, it's really a kind of a surprising thing. Yeah, because and and it might just be it's not and it might not be nefarious. It might not be like, well, we know it's bad, right? Like we have we're hiding this proof that it's bad. It's maybe it's just more that these people have have the, uh, the humility to be like, well, who knows what it's going to do uh-huh. in the long run? So I'm going to be cautious with my own kids with this, and and hope other people are too. Um, but not hope too hard because I'll make a boatload of money. But <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but you know, like they're 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 taking a longer view, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously, those types of people aren't stupid, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember who who it was that had said that. Um, uh, Steve Jobs or or wh- whoever the person was, but I, I remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I remember some some of the tech CEOs saying just that, and I read it years ago, and I was just, I, it left an impact on me. I was like, well, dang, yeah. you know, because if these people who are building this stuff are cautious about giving it to these young minds. And just letting them run wild with it, then we should probably pay attention to that. And so, yeah, or like uh, I saw recently, you know, like a picture of Mark Zuckerberg's family on on Facebook, and he had his kid's face blurred out, right? Like mm. just being cautious about that kind of exposure to his own product onto Facebook um, and what's what's out there. 
Yeah, that's crazy, man. One of the biggest violators of privacy of, yeah. of anyone. Mark Zuckerberg is like, well, not my kids. <laughs> yep. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, hey, uh, this is we're kind of running up on on our time, but I thought this was a this is a good one, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's I think it's super applicable. There's so so many pitfalls out there that people can fall into, whether it be like as we mentioned, tech, finance, health. Uh, when you see something that's a little too good to be true, just you know, beware Greeks bearing gifts. Yeah, couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> All right. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on, on social media. We are Copybooks head, Copybook Headings Podcast on uh, X. Now it's called now, right? I think. Yeah. Copybook Podcast on X. Oh, Copybook Podcast. Okay. Yeah. yeah but I think so. you can still get there through twitter.com. Uh, I think okay. that URL still works, but uh, <laughs> yeah, check us out there. We'll, we'll post our new episodes and and links to our other stuff, uh, to our Substack, And mm-hmm. so... And we also are at Copybook Headings Podcast on Instagram. So they're a little different. So thanks so much, everybody. We really appreciate the support for the podcast and uh, all the faithful listeners out there. We will see you guys next week. We'll see you later. There are only four things certain since social progress began. That the dog returns to his vomit. That the sow returns to her mind. And the burn fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook hiddings, with terror and slaughter return.